You're listening to DraftKings Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the Cooligans, stupid. All right, everyone. I have returned from paternity leave. He's back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. It's the Cooligans, buddy. That's right. Oh, my God. How I've missed hitting that button. (laughs) What's the other buttons you've missed most? What's the power rankings? That's That's clearly every time you change a diaper, you're like someone hit the horn. (laughs) That's that that you know that's two. This is a a hard three. Boom. Okay, the drama of uh, you know Christian Polanco's uh, return to the Cooligans, (laughs) Uh, like Jason Momoa driving (laughs) through the streets. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Look, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to say. Obviously, Alexis is not here because he is in with his child. With his, his, uh, you know, I mean, oh, some some could say Arsenal is the child of Manchester City. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) His crying baby that he does not know how to soothe. (laughs) Which I, I just remember. He's, he sent me some videos. And maybe I'll um, I'll cue it up. But he Alexis sent me some uh, videos from uh, England that we'll we'll play okay. a little bit a uh, little bit later. Okay. Because um, Alexis is in Manchester. Obviously, uh, CBS sent him to uh, you know watch a bloodbath <laughs> at, at the Etihad. His one final wish, <laughs> his make a wish, yeah, was so, to one day see Arsenal in person. And it, CBS made it right. A young like, child's dream. Look, come I want to see Arsenal get destroyed, yeah. but I need Charlie Davies yeah. next to me. Okay, that was his one request. Listen, Charlie, I've known Charlie for a while. One thing is, he's always down. <laughs> so. Um, uh, so subbing in, uh, who you, you've been a, a wonderful substitute the last couple uh, yes. couple of weeks, David Goss of uh, Major League Soccer and of uh, extra time. And I accept my role. I think that's why I've been successful. I don't need to be a full time starter, right? Like, okay. I find the gaps. I sit on the bench. I watch the game for a while. I do my little warm ups. <laughs> maybe eat a hot dog, mm. and then I. I hit the gaps quickly, late goal, and then I'm back out. <laughs> okay, you're sounding like R.J. Barrett right now, Whoa. bro. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Alexander Barrett Jr. <laughs> okay, we got to put his full government out there because the New York Knickerbockers, I know this is a show about soccer, Football, whatever you want to call it. culture. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Because the, and that's what the New York Knicks, uh, you know, being absent from the playoffs for so long yeah. and, and, and not winning one in uh, not winning a series in a decade yeah. is it's really has hurt. The, the 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 basketball culture yeah. in this country, and you could say even larger than that, than the culture. Right, right. There's <laughs> just the a, there, there was truly an age like once we got uh you know once side talk uh came yeah. about, which is. 
there was an era of social media that the Knicks didn't get to participate <laughs> in. <laughs> Only as a meme. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt, because all the other teams and, you know, not one, not two, and <laughs> whatever, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Miami has had it. Le- everywhere LeBron goes. The Mavericks won the Ma- NBA <laughs> championship. They don't even matter. <laughs> okay. This is not this is not canon, bro. Uh, this is not yeah. how it should go. Uh, so having the Knicks be successful. And look, I know I was watching uh, Extra Time on Apple TV. Boom. And and the first couple minutes were dedicated yeah. to, you know, you. I got to uh, deal with the little troll off to my left. <laughs> yeah, screaming about the Knicks and, and, and either people not understanding why you're so happy. And then we have Matt Doyle, the greatest hater in the hater. NBA. Hater. <laughs> Comes in after the Knicks win game one. He goes, I just think the Cavs are better. Cavs are six. <laughs> okay, Mr. Analyst. You give me 19,000 words about why Nashville's better than you think they are. Right. But the Cavs are just better. Right. He, he can he can put like a nice little log line about why the Knicks will fail. Yeah. But, That's it. But no more, no yeah. real insight. That's it. It's all just vibes. Because it was fake. Because <laughs> it was fake. It was so, never real. So we're happy for, for the Knicks. I'm wearing my Knicks colors uh, right now. Yeah, uh, convenient for you. Let's go. I got uh, a Knicks hat on. But the uh, but we we're, we're, this is a show about soccer, so let, we got to start. Um, well, can we just say one thing before we go there? Go for it. I hate Miami. Wow. Yeah. That wow. was directed at you. At me. And that was directed at anyone who lives in and around the Miami hair area. I hate the Miami Heat and I hate Miami. Okay, so wow. this is an interesting uh, aspect because our our producer Miguelito is uh, is from New York. I know. I'm a traitor. I'm, I'm a sorry. <laughs> but a Miami Heat fan. I'm a which, traitor. Which is a strange. Did you snowbird as a child? I didn't. It's crazy. <laughs> I just love Dwayne Wade. I used to play with the Miami Heat on like NBA 2K oh Live God. or whatever it was <laughs> like back disgusting. in the day. <laughs> Where in New guys? York are you from? Uh, I'm from like Westchester. Oh. You said New York. Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> I don't count. I, as I didn't realize we were in Fairfield County <laughs> up not, here. We're not claiming y'all anymore. Yeah. Okay, Westchester Knicks. You ain't even real Knicks. No, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a satellite team. That's like a CFG situation. They put them in a foreign country just so they can recruit. So they look. Obviously, we're on the. You know, this is Metalock Media. We're, we're, it's the Levitard Show. Uh, uh, you know, Levitard and Friends Network, but so we know the 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 strong support yeah. that uh, you know the Miami Heat are gonna have, especially yeah. in this upcoming series. They're gonna need it too because they're gonna lose. That's right. That's <laughs> they're gonna need to be carried through. <laughs> okay, that's uh, you know, that's the hard hitting analysis that and, we bring David Gossin for. And for anyone who has ever th- sat around, you know, watching an Instagram video or looking on Twitter, or whatever, and been like. Sometimes I miss the 90s. You're back, baby. Welcome back. These games are going to be 82 to 80. Rock fights, blood. Everything's going to be happening. Mariah Carey's going to sing the national anthem for every single game. The 90s are back. Feel robust. Feel strong. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you know, our pre- hopefully Bill Clinton comes back. Yeah. As <laughs> he was the best president we've ever had. Joe Biden's still around, so we're good. Okay. We got, we got connectivity. All right, right. All right. Uh, we have to. Now you can talk about soccer. Now we, <laughs> we have to go over uh, the fact that um, uh, we have to talk about Manchester City and Arsenal and, and just react to that real quick because that game happened 
yesterday. And like I said, Alexis is. Uh, I think he's. I think he's flying back from Manchester, uh, probably right now. Arsenal's paying for a private jet <laughs> to get him out of the country. <laughs> Could he have brought any worse luck so, to them? You know, shouts to CBS because they really did. Uh, it was a very nice surprise and a very nice thing uh, f- uh, to fly uh, Alexis out and Charlie Davies. Uh, and it was Charlie Davies' first ever Arsenal game, which is already a wild. Re- wild, yeah. I mean, he was busy being a, a professional yeah, footballer. <laughs> it's hard to go to games on the weekend when you're also playing on the weekend. Damn, I got, I got a Revs game. Damn, yeah. I, was, I really wanted to watch uh, Arsenal. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it was a very important game. Uh, obviously, the 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 Premier League title is uh, uh, you know at stake, and uh, you know my initial reaction watching this game was just they Arsenal were just so. Poor. I mean, yeah. I, I, look, I, it's it is Manchester City, but Man, other teams in the Premier League have given Manchester City a tougher time than Arsenal did. Arsenal couldn't; they could barely uh, uh, connect passes. They they there really weren't any ideas, and you could really sense it. A, a, a team that earlier in the season, especially, uh, I think Arsenal were second or third in uh, coming back from yeah. losing positions. Yeah. Or, and, and I mean, they did it four days ago. Right. Well, the. Um, essentially, the I forgot which game it was, but there was one game where Arsenal gave up an early goal, and Odegaard was just like, "All right, everybody, like, mm-hmm. forget it, forget it. Yeah. Let's just keep going." And then, and they ended up winning that game. And th- this didn't feel like one of those yeah. games. There's just there is a, a a lack of camaraderie that we saw earlier in the season with Arsenal that made that that made everyone believe like. Oh, they're really going to do this. They're going to win this league because they just, they're just, you know, they gave Odegaard the captain's armband. They just felt like a new, a different c- yeah. kind of arsenal. And Manchester City really <laughs> slapped them <laughs> right back into reality because they just, they, I, I was making this comparison. They, they looked like a, it would look like an FA Cup match. <laughs> With the Premier League team against a championship side. Welcome to Arsenal instead of welcome to Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those young upstarts. Yeah. Arsenal Football Club. In <laughs> fairness, they are young. Like, this is a young team. You mentioned Odegaard as captain. Like, they brought Chaka back into the team, I think, because they understood this moment. But a lot of the essential pieces of this team are new to this moment. Yeah. And you're not playing in Champions League, so you don't really bring that high-level experience currently. And I think you look at a team, I would say the best way to describe the ideas of how they were going to get a result in Manchester was just by hanging on and you never want to start a match there like when you start a match being like can we get to the corner flag and get 90 minutes out of the way (laughs) it's just not a positive mental way to go through a match and I think because of what's happened over the last few weeks they were in this spot of like we don't feel like we can take it to them we don't feel like we can open up and attack them I look at this Arsenal team I think they're very thin They've been lucky with injuries, which I think is why they've been able to maintain where they are, but they don't play a ton of players. And like, it's a long season. It is. I saw a graphic that came out. I think Premier League teams play the second most games on average over the course of a season for any top division in the world behind Brazil, because Brazil has like 37 tournaments, (laughs) which is insane. You got to play a town, state, governor, everything. (laughs) They're playing the Wallbounds Cup out on Long Island. The state legislature cup. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're still playing. Memorial Day, come in for the tournament. And then it's the EPL, because you've got Leagues Cup, you've got multiple European competitions teams can be in, you've got obviously FA Cup as well. So I, I do think you look, you're looking at an Arsenal team that I think ran out of steam. At the same time, you look at a City team that has brought in a few pieces over the last few years that has hit their top form now. Right. So it's like the two directions are opposite. The hope to me, just as a neutral who's like, 
I would love to not see Man City win again. Like let's do something yeah, yeah, new. Of course, yeah. That we like just so we we don't want to see Bayern win yeah. again. Yeah. So your hope was that the one-on-one matchup, when it became not, ah, oh, we're dropping points in the league, we're watching them on the standings, we're watching the scoreboard. One-on-one was like, we're going to stand up and be counted now and like counter their punches and like we're going to get the result in Manchester and then figure it out from there. But that early goal sort of put that all away. Yeah, they just, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, Alexis had mentioned like about, uh, oh, they, uh, you know, they, everybody was like, Covering for Rob Holding, and it's like, bro, they were all bad. <laughs> I mean, they were covering. They all had to support each other. They were Alexis all just pointing out <laughs> Rob Holding, who also scored the only I know. goal. I just like he 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 had to mark. Do you also know he had to mark Erling Holland, yeah. right? Okay, so anybody would worry oh, about which defender was marking yeah. Erling Holland, and Erling Holland was just spectacular. He only scored one goal. He got, I, I believe, he got one assist, assist yeah. but. I mean the 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 shots. If, Ram, if Ramsdale doesn't have one of the games of yeah. his life, this game this could have been a seven nil like you know Liverpool Manchester United. The chance Holland like picks up at midfield, starts running, yeah, goes thirty five yards, and I don't remember who was defending it. They couldn't decide left or right. Like they didn't know which way to send him. Yeah, yeah. And he's moving so quickly, and he's so big that you can't just bump him because you're probably not going to get him off the ball. And you don't have enough time to make the decision you want to make. Yeah. And so then Holland's like, yeah, I'll just go left and, <laughs> and like rip a shot to the low corner that Ramsdale saved. And it was one of those moments, like you said, where we've seen it. We saw like Barcelona do this to Real Madrid back in the day under Pep, the Jose Mourinho teams. We've seen Man City do this to Man U a couple times of like, you can feel the seven goals in a game <laughs> where you're like, oh, they're going to score on everything. Uh-oh. And I guess, as you said, Rams all held it together. <laughs> I, I want to play this. Uh, I want to, I just, we'll, we'll, we'll end this, you know, this sad saga for uh, Arsenal right here. I want to play, uh, I, I don't know what Alexis sent. Um, <laughs> we'll hear it live right now. Uh, I, I'm curious what he's going to say, uh, but we'll, we'll react to it right now. Right. I mean, you guys saw what happened, <laughs> okay? Uh, you're probably wondering, where am I? Uh, your boy's on a train to London. Why? Because me and this guy, we gonna drown our sorrow, baby. <laughs> Congratulations, Manchester City. Enjoy your 55th trophy. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not at work anymore. all right there he is just beating up charlie davies we love to see it i will tell you drowning sorrows with charlie davies there's gonna be a lot of expensive red wines (laughs) charlie has a particular taste (laughs) i assume london's a good place to uh celebrate that i agree yeah uh so uh all right look i feel i feel for uh arsenal fans i feel for alexis and charlie but um but your team's about to get relegated so you don't feel (laughs) bad there's not too much sympathy uh uh, look i mean look I, i i believe with the uh, I forgot what loss with Nottingham Forest with their win that confirms uh, that Arsenal will be in Champions League. Oh, really? Uh, next season. Nice. So that uh, which is essentially back. W- which is what <laughs> Arsenal fans wanted. I think winning a trophy would have been the like, oh wow, this is uh, uh, you know we didn't expect this at it all. Would be, it would have been early in we, the process w- of like we're getting better. Mikel Arteta has been here, young players, whatever. I think this year would have been a year early, but. At the same time, you don't get in these situations a lot. 
Right. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> how often does Chelsea spend seven hundred million dollars to be terrible? <laughs> how often does Tottenham fire their manager? I guess all of those things happen a lot. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I mean, look, we've seen this script before, and that was like eight weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just keep re rehashing yeah. the same story. I don't know why. It, it, I understand. I, I, look, I think now that uh, uh, prim since Premier League. Just the money is so high, yeah. and, and, and you know what position you fin finish in depend. Well, it could be an actual four or five million pounds or whatever. Um, it's the the leash is so unbelievably short for a man. You you you're not there to like figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That's not even. That's not like. Maybe 20 years ago, that was like kind of how it was. So Alex Ferguson gets hired, does nothing for 10 years, <laughs> ends as the greatest manager in history. It is just straight up. You better, you know, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's an incredible level of gambling. I mean, it's just so much at stake that you can't, I mean, look at, I mean, obviously we mentioned Chelsea, but they, they go through, they're going through managers. It's just like. If the if the, if somebody just slightly words an email wrong to Todd Bowley, it's just like, wow, we gotta get rid of this guy. That's it. We're done. I know six more people who could do this job. Let's bring one and of them in. And they're each gonna have an opportunity yeah. to coach this yeah. team. Uh, so, it, a wild year, obviously, so far in the Premier League. But who knows? Maybe Manchester City could collapse, and they, they have those you, two games in hand. Yeah. Do you think they win the treble? Uh, it looks like it, yeah. You think so? Yeah, they 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 look like definitively the best team in the world. Okay, so. I still think Real Madrid is Real Madrid in Champions League's different, and you could come out and be the best team for ninety nine percent of those two games mm -hmm. and lose five one to them. Right. Well, <laughs> it, this is the perfect transition. They're the last bulk work. <laughs> this is the perfect transition because we have to we have to talk about Real Madrid. Thank you so much for bringing that I up. I didn't even know the rundown. Because Real Madrid. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, uh, David, guys. They play in La Liga, okay? Uh, and they got humiliated. That's in, in Spanish? <laughs> yeah. I speak fluently. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Uh, <laughs> what does that stand for? <laughs> it's, uh, sadly, it just means the league, which is... <laughs> they could have been a little bit more creative. No, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't, if you do it in Spanish, you don't have to. Exactly. Right. Um, so uh, Real Madrid, uh, uh, they lost four to to Girona, okay. Ooh. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm speaking like my colonizers yeah. right now. Um, but they lost four two to to Girona. Um, but they lost. They gave up four goals to the same guy, to a major league soccer player, currently on loan from New York City Say Football Club, Valentin. Tati Castellanos scored, puts a four spot. Oh, I like that. I like the celebration. <laughs> oh, that, well, he does. He does the. He does. It's more like a. What Is it? The, no, I thought it was cover the mouth. I don't think he covers. He the doesn't mouth. cover the mouth. But I thought he goes full hand. He does. He does like. Uh, you do it better. Like than a me. double Dabala. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Oh, really? No, it's this on the top. No, we got. Oh, wait, we we'll, find. We'll confirm. We'll confirm. Uh, has he celebrated a goal in a while? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way for us to find it? Because <laughs> uh, I, I think his. Uh, um, uh, he he he. Uh, what was it? His uh, Twitter account. He uh, Tati Tati. What is it? Vantica. Also, I do remember. I think it was MLS is back. We did a video together where we did a watch log. See the top oh, hand. I was right. Top hand. You were right. 
And yeah, then he does one of these. So. I knew it was like the full salute. Of <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We okay. did, uh, but we did like a uh, MLS's back watch along with an NYCFC game, and I, I think Alexis said Tati's full name like three hundred times. <laughs> it's like his favorite thing. He's like, "Well, when you talk about Tati Catayano, <laughs> just over and over again." <laughs> look, I mean, look, we uh, we work with Tati, filming some stuff with uh, with NYCFC. Yeah, how's it feel to watch that? Honestly, look, I, uh, I Mike had texted. Uh, he was like, "Oh, uh, during for the the first goal, he was like, yo, Tati just scored in Real Madrid.'" And I'm like, "Oh, cool." Then I go look at the game. I'm like, "Bro, I told him like <laughs> he just scored a third <laughs> one." <laughs> I'm like, "What is just this one goal yeah. that you're talking about?" Um, it was, uh, I, and, uh, you know, I've never watched a Hirona game in my life before uh, Tati got there, um, and it, it, it's been. It's like a, there's a certain level of pride. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, he's loaned, but he's not he's not coming back. Oh, you don't think he's gonna play an MLS <laughs> I after this? <laughs> I think he's pretty much kind of solidified. You don't think I, he's gonna go up to Montreal <laughs> next week and uh, put one down on Stad Saputo? All right, you know because there's gonna be a, a three hundred million dollar offer from Todd yeah. Bowley real soon. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, even before he went to Hirona. There was interest I heard from West Ham, mm-hmm. uh, and then a lot of people were like, "Oh no, Tati Castellanos, he, he's not, he can't play in the Premier League, and and he's just Which not ridiculous, not there yet." And uh, it, this has been an interesting thing because I was like, obviously, you know, when he scored the fourth goal, the, uh, you know, the soccer cooligans uh, Twitter account became a, a, a Tati Stan account, <laughs> right? And that's just how it is. Yeah. And and then there was, uh, there was a couple of Real Madrid fans that were like. Oh man, no! Nah, this he just got lucky. <laughs> Real Madrid—they're like th- this is not their strongest roster. They're focusing on Champions League. La Liga is basically done. For anybody to score four goals, I don't even. Ca- I don't. I ca- it's the first time since 1949. To uh, 47. 1947. So, just to be clear, Tati's the first person to get lucky in <laughs> 75 <laughs> years. That's you know? what <laughs> Okay, I've seen comets more than yeah, I've seen right. people do this. Okay, <laughs> um, and and it, it's a. Uh, I think if this isn't an MLS player that does this. Nobody's saying it's lucky. Nobody's saying it's just some fluke. Um, the goals were all incredible. Incre- he, he, I mean, this dude was cooking yeah. Eder Militao in a way that I've never really seen. Militao, it. Rudiger, Carvajal, Nacho was the starting back four. Yeah. Cruz, Modric, and Valverde was the midfield. I think there was a, a lot of just like assuming, oh, this this team's not going to really be able right. to do anything to us. Uh, and I've been, I, I've watched a, a couple of Hidona matches. They look uh, pretty good, and they play a... You know they play like obviously much faster than NYCFC uh, play, but they they have been pretty competitive in La Liga. And like, look at teams like Valencia that mm-hmm. are like struggling right now in La Liga Which, for uh, might be relegated. Yeah, and they have some big players, and there's big expectations. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Hirona has just like found a way to like have their place in in the middle of the table. And Batati has like adjusted really well, and he's been. Um, Kind of, they've been uh, flip flopping between strikers, him and uh, Stuani. Yeah, I Christian yeah. Stuani, who's like forty. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I feel like I was like, dude, I remember you. There was like, I think it was an eight bit FIFA I was playing with yeah. you. And he, I think it was in the O two <laughs> FIFA World Cup game. Hillsborough yeah. uh, legend Christian Stuani. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but Tati has looked good, and he looked really, really good in this game. He obviously, he got subbed off in like the seventieth minute or something like that. But what what did you think of just uh, not only the performance but like 
the fact that it is, you know, uh, he's currently an MLS player yeah. uh, and doing something like yeah, this. Yeah, true. I actually hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you said, like, you feel good for him. He was a really good part of this league. He's, I thought he handled all the transfer stuff really well of, like, stayed with NYCFC, committed, played well. Like, we see Brenner. One team mentions him, and Brenner's like, oh, sorry, I oh, lost yeah. my phone. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where do we train? <laughs> my ankles don't work. Yeah. I don't know. I hurt my back. <laughs> where? My back. <laughs> yeah. So. What are all these questions? HIPAA violation. You violate right. some HIPAA yeah. violation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is in Ohio, so he's doing whatever he's going to do. Um, but we never had that from Tati, right? And no. he stayed committed, and... I think he stayed in the team at times that, you know, sold a bunch of players, moved players, yeah, and he was th a consistent what piece. Th was I telling you this when uh, I, I I had gone to the uh, MLS Cup celebration uh, at, at City Hall um, for NYCFC, and Tati, he gave uh, a speech, but his speech was like... Goodbye. Yeah, it was a, it was <laughs> like, I was it was an honor playing for yeah. you guys, because it was just like, I am certainly not going to be back. And then he came and back. And then he's like, all right, I'm in, playing CCL, and yeah. all this stuff. So And he played, but he, but he played well in those moments. And so often, even if the quality of the player exists, if the mentality's not there, if they're not locked in, they're not doing the little things of like watching tape and learning their teammates' tendencies, it doesn't matter. He was never that person. So I feel good for him. I'm a little stoked because I was, you know, for a year talking about this and I kept saying I thought he was beyond capable of this. And like four goals against Real Madrid, that's a little different. But I felt like when you watched his game, he would fit in really well because he's physical, because he's a grinder. And so like if Tati goes on the field for West Ham and let's say skill wise, which is not true, he's not there. I think he would still have an effect on the game because he's such a force. Yeah, and even the 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 third goal, um, there was a. If you listen to uh, you know if you, the the English broadcast it was on ESPN uh, ESPN Plus, and if you hear the announcers react to every I did goal, not hear this. If you hear the announcers, they're like, "Whoa!" They're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "They like." It's almost like they they didn't do the research yeah. on who he was, right? Uh, and and to know that he's a hundred percent capable of that. But the, the third goal especially was the one because Tati is I'm taller than Tati, yeah. I, I, uh, but but he, but he he flies, yeah. yeah. And he's physically like sturdier than you think. Mm -hmm. And there was that one. Uh, he's he, it was a, a long ball, mm -hmm. and he he's just she, he, she, he played like early Holland, like yeah, shield, yeah. kind of shielding the the shielding the ball. I was gonna Keep, say that was a professional striker's finish, right? Yeah, hold off the defender, right foot, right into the goal. And it seems like he would be a guy that would, especially being Argentinian, like fall down, bro, <laughs> yeah, fall yeah, down. Yeah. You know your instinct, but you know your ways. Yeah, right. Um, but no, the dude is is a baller, and and it's just this this moment for him. Uh, not only is he obviously huge and and you know kind of like you're in the rec record books now, but now it is a I don't see him playing for Girona next no, season. Zero yeah. chance. It's like they I, look. He I think the number the West Ham stuff we heard. I think the number City wanted City Football Group, whatever we're talking about now, it was like twenty million. Yeah, they were offering twelve. I heard. Yeah, and they were like, no, nah, we're not going to yeah. sign for that. I think you'll get up to that point where now he's proven he can do it in Europe. One, I think it's easy to sell to your fans. Guy scored four against Real Madrid, scored goals like mm -hmm. in two, three leagues now around the world. Um, I think you kind of have the cover to be like, this is the guy. And as I said, I think he's a worthwhile buy because I think when you look at a lot of these teams, they don't always have, okay, this is where everyone fits in. Right? Even look at Man City. They buy like 18 center backs, play them at fullback. 18 wingers, play them at center forward. Right, right. Tati's flexible. 
he could play two or three different roles. Like it's yeah. worth bringing him in early in the window as other pieces come together for a club that is bouncing up into the Premier League for a team in Germany that might be entering into Champions League and have yeah. a little bit of money. Like you could see the stratosphere of where he fits in, probably like something like a Seb Holler conversation, right? Of like Dortmund, West Ham, Ajax, yeah. like those teams. And you could see Tati be good at all of them. I need him at Everton, bro. I need him at Everton. Oh, <laughs> I honestly think that would be such a great fit. You probably should have been sending me <laughs> when it was cheaper. You should have told them. But that would be uh, great. And look, I'm, I'm uh, like I said, I'm very, very happy How for him. How many friends do you have that have scored against Real Madrid? <laughs> would you count him as a friend? I mean, why not? I mean, we have, uh, you know, we did we did content together. We, yeah. we, we celebrated uh, winning MLS Cup. I was at, at the team party yeah. and stuff like that. So... Uh, you know, uh, I need a godfather for my kid, so <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there you go. It's, it's all set. It's yeah. All, uh, no, I'm a huge fan of him, and not only especially in his time in, in MLS. I think what I loved is just how uh, saucy of a player he is. He's obviously he's a great goal scorer, but he has a bunch of incredible highlights. I mean, really the 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 Rabonas that he mm-hmm. was throwing from time to time, the nutmeg on uh, Michael Bradley. You remember that one? The no. one where he, he it was a uh, like a, a just a, he, he had a great touch. He like a, a ball went up in the air. He took a great first touch and dropped it right in front of him. And then just and Michael Bradley's coming in. This is at City Field, and he yeah. just uh, General Bradley charging <laughs> down the field. He just gently taps the ball in between his legs as Michael Bradley's running through, and then he rebonas it to Talis Magno, <laughs> bro. The guy is vicious, yeah. and I just I want more people to be just aware of you know the 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 Argentinian dog yeah. this guy uh, <laughs> has in him, bro. Uh, but no, I I think. The Real Asano. soon, he he's gonna <laughs> right. He's gonna be. Uh, he's not either. He's maybe he stays in La Liga. I don't know, but he's gonna get a lot, a lot of interest uh, and, and go to it some some other club because uh, I don't think he's staying in. Yeah, he don't have much longer. Okay, um, I want to move on next to uh, CCL and, and and we'll talk some U.S. Open Cup uh, uh, as well because uh, yesterday we'll, we'll start with CCL. Um, the matchup between uh, LAFC and Philadelphia Union. This match is at Subaru Park. Uh, Philadelphia Union score first. We get then we get a late goal from LAFC. So just a, a nice just repeat. Yeah. A, re- <laughs> okay. The ghost of Gareth Bale. There's was only there. one script. <laughs> Very much the ghost because Gareth Bale, 9 p.m. Eastern time. No, no, no. He's in a- April, he's not showing up for that game. Um, but a, a, a good game, and uh, you I, you know I think. As a as a neutral, and even though I, we do have a lot of uh, love, the Philadelphia Union are Cooligans fans, uh, and and we're a fan of them as well. Except when they play in CFC, they know how it is. They get, they get <laughs> it. Look, I mean, they sent us their kit. You see it back there in the box right there. Um, I don't even get a kid. I'm not an NYCFC <laughs> fan. Come okay. on, Philly. Okay, the Union hate extra time. They yeah. love the Cooligans. <laughs> Clearly. I'm dead on the field after the Eastern Conference Championship game last year, and you two were there. I'm like, you guys lost? And you're like, oh, we're just going to congratulate Jim Curtin. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm friends with Jim Curtin. <laughs> well, Jim Curtin is genuinely a friend. Yeah. He, yeah. He was like, like, so if he scored against Real Madrid, <laughs> yeah. then you'd be like. Yeah, yeah we're very supportive of yeah. that. But, you know, Jim Curtin is like, he'll like when I got um, – uh, married, he like texted me congratulations <laughs> and stuff. Like that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, my life has gone very. 
I didn't expect to be. Here. Anyway, um, maybe he did not. <laughs> well, you never know. Um, but uh, what what do you think of uh, this game overall? You, you, I I love that this is the uh, my, my main thing is like um, the fact that we're getting CCL matchups between MLS mm -hmm. teams and and it's like a big ticket. Yeah, it, it feels very different than when Agreed. we when we first started this show in 2015. CCL was like. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, please give me a, a, a scrap of yeah. a point uh, or Montreal <laughs> an aggregate. Montreal trying to die <laughs> to a tie, yeah. You know, and now it's it's feeling, um, and may maybe this is a bigger picture conversation because it, it, it's always it was always a, which Liga MX team is going to win it, and now all of a sudden it, it's feeling like how far can these Liga MX teams even get in this yeah. competition? Yeah, and this one, so you've got MLS on one side, League MX on the other side, the semifinal, so you're guaranteed right. that final, which I am excited about. But what has also changed is, like, you could see both these MLS teams winning it, where in the past it would be, like, as a neutral MLS fan, you'd be like, why don't we, like, let TFC win? Because, like, right. come on, you <laughs> you guys can't really beat Tigres, so, right, like, right. let's do it this way. But Philly and, and, and LAFC both have the capability of doing it. As you said, like... This was a 9 p.m. local time kickoff on a Wednesday night, which is absurd. Yeah. And it was packed and it was electric. And the energy in that building was exactly what I thought it would be because we were there for that Eastern Conference finals last year. And like Philly bounces when Phillies fail. 100%, yeah. And when they do, it's I, like a vibe. I had never been. I've been to a couple union matches at Subaru Park. But this was uh, that, that that game, that playoff game against NYCFC was I I actually felt intimidated as yeah, a fan. Yeah. I mean, and not because I'm like fearful or anything it was just like the energy is just it's um i think for for the a long stretch where philadelphia union were just like we really weren't getting that many fans there and all this other stuff and then when i was at that game it felt like philadelphia union are the most important team in philadelphia yeah. even though it's like you would have to like convince a lot of people that there's a soccer team that exists well, <laughs> I, think, I think that nyc game was the same week as the phillies world series right, yeah. right, right, right. the eagles were heading to the super bowl <laughs> whatever was going on it was but like it the really, craziest it, it, week it, 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 i was i was proud to see uh in in like an mls team yeah. that that did struggle to get fans in the mm -hmm. seats and now have this um like just sweltering kind of a support rabid fan like the 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 eagles fans that you know they stopped throwing the batteries yeah. and they <laughs> and they started going to uh, a soccer game but they but the uh, look uh, i think that one of the things that you, you know you don't really i don't know if you don't hear enough stories or if uh you don't really capture it because like seeing you know seeing the fans at subaru park but they're it, the, the the you know they're they're assholes. I mean, there's no other way to put <laughs> yeah. it. They're mean, but they're not like they're they're. But just like any Philly sports yeah. fan, but it's like th there's something about the 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 way uh, soccer fans in America are always genuinely generally pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, like you can go on pretty much anywhere, and Philly's like still the one where like uh, you can't just be. An opposing fan, and, yeah. and nobody's guy really gonna hug well, you about they, it. They really restrict the away section there. Yeah, totally, like, totally. Oh, you can't use the bathrooms <laughs> in the other part of the stadium. Like you guys are here, and it's like feels overdone. And then you're like, mm, it's Philly. You're right. I kind of love it because I've been to a lot of uh, MLS matches, and especially as an NYCFC fan, I like the 
uh, not, not, it's not about safety, but yeah. I like that they're they're not always clear polite. lines. They're, yeah. they're, but I've been to plenty of the stadium, Austin. I've been to uh, where everybody's like, "Hey, cool, thanks for coming and supporting your team yeah. out here." <laughs> but applause <laughs> to you. Well done for you cheering know? for your team. Because some of the new, you know, expansion franchises are still. Uh, they're like, "Yeah, we have soccer in our city. This yeah. is like really nice." And but Philly is like, "No, nah, we've been here a bit." And we don't like that you're here right now. <laughs> and, and the other thing that's funny, because that experience you had last year, I had two years ago because I went to the opening playoff game. They played the Red Bull. So it was like they won Supporters Shield, but it was COVID. So the stadium wasn't filled. Mm-hmm. Then the next year they come back and they host Red Bulls in the first round. That's when Glessness scored like that, that 120 minutes. Yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. goal. What I found really fun about it is MLS has changed a lot, but I think we still have the perception of like, you're a soccer fan. You're an MLS fan. The fans at Philly are like, they're talking about Temple football, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caesars basketball, and the Union. Like, they're another team yeah. in a sports crazy it, city. It's beautiful. And you don't expect it was just like a bunch of, you know, Philly bros, cheesesteaks, <laughs> hoodies on, Carhartt everywhere. They like, know this stuff. let's go, Union. <laughs> like, where, where's Paxton Aronson? Put him on the field. You're like, whoa, dude, these guys are branding Craig fans. What is happening? They love it, man. It's great to see. Uh, but th- this game, disappointing, obviously, to give up the. The the, yeah. the home, you know, the, the away goal or whatever. For and I would say even more disappointing not to have scored a second. Like, they played well enough, I thought, through the second half to have been up 2-0. And then you give up a goal and you would have been upset because you gave up an away goal. But you would have been ahead. And I I thought that, that Philly was going to try and send a message of, like, MLS Cup was a, was a mistake. It right. was a fluke. That wasn't real. Like, we're better than you. And getting LAFC at home, I thought they were going to be able to show that. They're a cohesive team, right? Like, I have a ton of new pieces. They're a group that knows each other. And I just felt like in the final third, the decision-making was a little bit off of like when to shoot, when to pass. Ure turned his man a couple times. He normally finds Carranza in that spot. He didn't. And so I thought Philly let an opportunity go in that. But at the same time, wouldn't be shocked if they went to Bank of California or sorry, BMO, Bank of Montreal. BMO, yeah, Bank of Montreal. BMO Stadium. Right. Not BMO Field. Uh, <laughs> and they got the result because as much as you did say, like, it has changed that CCL between two MLS teams, big ticket, big energy, you'd still trust Philly to get a result in L.A. better than getting a result in Monterey or Guadalajara Without or Leon. So it's still out there for them to do it. Totally, yeah. And uh, I, I do like the... Um, the uh, Well, I, I think that one of the main things with the, the way the Philadelphia Union have started this season, I feel like the CCL was just always on their mind, right? Like they just didn't have that, that chemistry that I think they should have already had uh, by now and in this game, but it was nice. What they scored was six uh, over the weekend. Four. Four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Against uh, Toronto. Right. Against Toronto. So I think that uh, it was four in like 25 minutes. That's why (laughs) I felt like six. Yeah. That, um, that, that first, was it the first goal that like, Pinged around and and uh, ended it up. It was bouncing. an own goal of the craziest. It was just. I feel. Uh, I feel like Sean John's <laughs> watching this, looking at that jersey, saying things have been better. I mean, I it's you know, I, 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 we were talking about this before when Sean Johnson, uh, you know, announced that he was leaving, and there was a little bit like, oh, I understand, you're gonna go get paid yeah. but like bro this there's no way you could think this is a better situation nah. than what you're currently in but uh it is what it is okay um but the 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 goal that that uh Philadelphia Union did give up it, it felt as it felt as silly as that Toronto goal a little bit yeah. right because um uh Jack Elliott uh tries to clear this is like the 91st minute uh it bounces off of who 
I, a teammate. I don't know who it was. If it was Leon Flock or Kai Wagner, someone in front of him. Yeah, and bounce and just and lands perfectly to. Uh, I, I I don't know if it was Kellen that um it uh, was made Tillman. The, I think who Tillman. made the first pass. Um, wow, but, I'm really going through these. No, this is I'm great. working on it. <laughs> but the fact that it, it ends up reaching Kellen Acosta, yes, absurd. And and I, I love the I love goals like this because uh, I love goals that that. I mean, it bounced on the ground first, yeah. so it's even. You could see Andre Blake uh, at the end, kind of almost in the same, feeling the same thing he felt at, at the MLS Which Cup is final. Tough, yeah, <laughs> just like couldn't couldn't hold on, couldn't believe. <laughs> Andre Blake's one of those people where it's like, I know I have all this covered. If you put it here off a of bounce, I can't get there. <laughs> Everything else I got, and when it goes in, you can see the like. He hit it off the balance into the top course. <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. Uh, and and for anyone who didn't watch, Kellen gave up the penalty mm-hmm. like five minutes before that when it looked like they might steal a 0-0. And I don't really blame Kellen on the penalty. It's a pretty close-range shot. He raises his arm, but he pretends that it hit him in the head that's the vicious. whole time after to be like, you know, he like, <laughs> you know, he stumbles by the ref. He's like, "Oh man, my head." <laughs> he should have done. You, you know how, like in uh, in WWE, they had the little r- razor. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh my god, blood. Ketchup packets. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I got all I got all this Heinz on my head, yeah. <laughs> looking like Ric Flair, bro. Yeah. It was. And Kellen, what I love about that is Kellen, I think, has learned that space better than anyone of. If you remember Nations League final or Gold Cup final, I can't remember now. It was Guar- uh, Guardado took the penalty. Mm-hmm. Kellen's the one who was scuffing yes, the spot. Yes, yes. Oh, no. He's in Guardado's ear the whole time. Like Kellen has brought all of this into his soul. Yeah, yeah. He is full. <laughs> he's Concacaf. Concacaf. Yeah. He, he like he knows. We he sat in your seat. He was nice. here a couple a uh, couple months ago, and uh, we we spoke to him a little bit uh, uh, about that. But he was no. probably dressed nicer than me. He's a, <laughs> he's a stylish guy, very much so. But uh, yeah, he is. Um, I, he, one thing I didn't get a chance to talk to him about, uh, which I, we just didn't have that much time with him because he had just like gotten off the plane from Qatar. Yeah. Um, he had to go win a World Cup. <laughs> but he had um, he has an interesting sort of career path where he was like he's he's like a guy who's like almost like stuck in MLS, right? You remember he he had tweeted out a couple years ago when he yes. was like I think leaving Colorado, like basically going. like the team lied to me and they yeah, promised that um, and, yeah. and they never uh, uh panned out but i feel like this move to lafc has really really worked out and i don't really see any big reason why he would want to leave unless no. it's like obviously for big yeah. money and i it clearly i think what happened out of the colorado stuff was the offers weren't there that he had hoped would be there and yeah. the team's not going to give you away for free like you have to get an offer to come in um but yeah his career is interesting also because he came through at dallas and he was supposed to be like a national team guy. And it didn't actually pan out for him throughout that time that well. And that's when the Colorado move happened of like, we kind of need to restart your career. And there isn't a huge track record of that working for guys. Normally, it doesn't restart. And then they go from Colorado to Cincinnati and then to St. Louis. And then, to yeah, Portland, yeah. you know, <laughs> and like that's kind of the end of it. And there's a few examples of this. Austin Trusty's obviously one as well. We thought from Philly he'd go big went to Colorado instead. Now he's doing his thing in Europe. And then when you look at LAFC, I, I do think you were looking at, there are a select few MLS clubs that feel bigger than other MLS teams. And yeah. so I think when you have these guys now, like a Kellen, who rather than just say MLS or Europe, there's a hierarchy of yeah, like, yeah, this where is, do I actually want to be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and we saw with Rusnak going to Seattle, I think. Yeah. Rusnak was, you know, he's a Slovakian international. Like, he could play in Europe if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 38,000 people come to every game in Seattle. They're going to contend for Champions League. They're going to contend for trophies. Like, that's the move I want to make. And Kellen's a pretty cool example of that as well. And I agree with you. Like, if you're LAFC and Kellen, why don't you just say, like, where the captain's are been for the next five years. Like, you're the guy. Yeah, yeah. Cifuentes will move. Apoku will leave. We'll bring in new guys, whatever. But you're the one that it's built around. And look, I am very happy for Kellen Acosta because, uh, I mean, uh, his, his career has worked out pretty well. Yeah, you did say he's cool. But I would also say he's actually quite chill. Just like our sponsor, Coors Light today. All right. Uh, chill just uh, it doesn't just happen obviously you need to like uh, relax wind down yeah, from yeah. time to time it's not it doesn't just uh, th- there are certain things in life where you have to like d- d- develop a routine it doesn't just happen uh, uh, you know just r- uh, randomly you have to you know you have to decide yeah. like this is the time like I need like Mateo wakes up and he's like I need a course <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, I mean in a couple years yes <laughs> But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Coors Light, uh, uh, obviously, you know, the, one of the main things that we always talk about it ad nauseum on this show is clearly the mountains, the blue mm-hmm. mountains. When you, when you, you know, you, if you want to be as cool as Kellen Acosta, uh, you know, when you're cool enough, when you're chill enough, is when those blue mountains show up on the side of the can. Do you guys have a chill sound effect? We don't. We should I, get one. We should how get would one. you do that? How would. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that is what it would be. It's just I, the crack of the can. We don't, we don't even need a sound effect. I'll just go. Psh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll hit this button and yeah, then you'll yeah. know Mike, to make the noise. Mike is going to be the uh, police academy yeah. dude. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when you uh, choose to chill, pair your plans with an ice cold Coors Light. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligan. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. Can I give you a little free ad in here? Go for it. Last Friday, I had long week. I had potentially left my credit card at a bar mm. in a <laughs> responsible way. I came back, Arsenal Southampton's on, and I had just done the show, and I was like, I'll take a chorus light. And you sit down, and it really disconnected me from the week to the weekend. Arsenal came back, which was fun to watch. And I went into the weekend. Look at that. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Beautiful. What a beautiful story. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And it and it works perfectly with uh, you know, the the sponsor. Thank you so much for including that. Didn't even realize that was gonna <laughs> happen. Go. 
Yeah. Okay. Also, I'll take that check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Uh, I want to talk about um, Major League Soccer, and the, we'll do a little bit of a, a preview of this uh, coming weekend's matches. Uh, I, I, I want to start with this because uh, David Beckham happened, uh, you know, to, to, to show up on, on PSG's uh, Twitter feed. Yeah, Pop by his old team. <laughs> okay. Uh, went by to say hello to some folks, uh, but he is here pictured with uh, Mar Marco Verratti and Lionel Messi. Uh, and I, I look, and if you look at the comments of the, uh, of the tweet, uh, every, uh, there's a lot of Inter-Miami fans that are like, Good on, good on Bex. Yeah. Doing, doing the work. This part about Miami I like, by the way. <laughs> when I said I hated all of Miami, I didn't mean into Miami Not getting messy. I like that part. That would be uh, supportive. Uh, yeah. Messi's going to come. And uh, anything DeAndre Yedlin does. I like him, too. Uh, own goals? I don't get it. Wow. Damn. The U.S. Open Cup. Uh, but they won. They won. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, uh, Lionel Messi's gonna come in. He's gonna be like, not one, not two, not three. <laughs> 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 ni uno, ni dos, ni tres. Let's go. He wants all the MLS guys. I will say, there's a decent chance Udonis Haslam will also be at that <laughs> press conference because the guy's 107 years yeah, old. Yeah, Udonis Haslam is just gonna go from the Heat bench to the Inter Miami yeah. bench, and he's just gonna have his hood on. We have extended board. rosters in soccer, so there's more space for him. Um, but no, this is. Uh, look, I, I don't know if this uh, is a sign that this yeah. things are closer. I mean, it, it would be weird for PSG to bring in the comp the, competition the competition of, of who's going to get uh, uh, Messi to sign a, 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 a you know an offer PSG trying to ride that line of craving attention and David Beckham <laughs> not <laughs> losing Messi but craving but, attention because you can't not invite him no Bex is coming through France You're like bro yeah yeah all right swing, why don't you swing by <laughs> okay. yeah. I love your tweet though oh yeah yeah thank you yes I did tweet this out Tam contract Marco Verratti <laughs> I, said, I said watch Beckham come back with uh, Verratti this would be uh, look but if if this if this if it is happening and if it look it's just that you know this doesn't quell any rumors that no. that is not happening. No, it, it does feel like it's it, gonna be crazy if it happens and they're bad. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Like not that Messi will be bad, but like the team will, the be, team bad. will be bad. And it's just like I don't know what that'll do to the world, but well, it will be fascinating if that happens. I'm not saying it will. No, I don't think so. Um, the, but the, it would be wild. The um, I mean, uh, is the Busquets stuff still? think so yeah yeah if they both could we, i don't know if they can get i don't both. know that busquets is a great signing in mls right now right, he's right. like a very slow center midfielder yeah, he's just really very stationary his yeah. heat map is like center circle <laughs> his heat map is you pass to me and then i'll pass to someone else who, I'm has, not gonna go who has the legs to yeah, do this i'm um, not gonna go anywhere but miami i don't know has built a team where it's like They've basically invested in center backs and center forwards. Okay. So they are built for Messi to come in and yeah, yeah. create a bunch of chances and finish. And they're fairly veteran. So they should be, you know, they brought in Kamal Miller now. They've mm -hmm. got a Ukrainian international at center back, DeAndre Yedlin. So whew, it's uh, it's a little wild. Well, I, I, want, I, I use that to make sure I, I highlight oh, this. Man. We got, we, I got a, I got Have a one. anything here. more adorable? This is, <laughs> shout out to uh, uh, our producer, uh, Miguelito and, and Neely. Uh, our executive producer, uh, who sent, uh, who gave me this onesie for Mateo. Amazing. It says, uh, for everybody listening, it says, it's about to get messy. And it's uh, spelled, you know how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Uh, but really, really dope. That's, uh, some, that's some great dad humor. <laughs> okay. Just to start off. I, I'm going to, I can't wait to put, put this 
on him. Have you thought about fandom and how you're going to pass it along? Um, you know, I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, inject my blood into it. <laughs> Is that, can you do that to babies? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do think there's probably already a level of your DNA involved. I don't know if you've heard. I don't know how it all works. Yeah. <laughs> the stork normally asks in advance, but I'm not sure this time. Okay, there must have been some miscommunication yeah. somewhere. Um, I, but, I, like, does he have to be Everton and NYCFC and uh, New I mean, York He doesn't have stuff? to. I mean, but I'm going to bring him to, I, you know, I can't wait to bring him to, like, an NYCFC yeah. game and stuff like that. So I, I would be surprised and heartbroken yeah. if he chose uh something else but who knows? maybe he won't even like the sport at all i don't know i mean <laughs> it's caused a lot of True. you know pain in my life yeah uh, so uh, maybe he wants to uh avoid when uh, you show him the video series of the week he was born alexis crying in england <laughs> yeah, you know uh, you see, does he want to support a, a team in league two in everton football yes. i don't know <laughs> I don't know if that's what he wants for his life, but you guys are the next Portsmouth man, which only makes you stronger. So why we're gonna have a nice like three hundred million dollar stadium playing uh, playing against Wrexham? All right? Have you have you thought of which uh, actor and actress you'd like to take over Everton? With <laughs> it's an interesting one. Natalie Portman flips Angel City and takes What's over Everton. Julianne Moore up to? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. She seems steady. Okay, yeah. great. One of my favorite actresses. Okay, She'd be great. Um, great. Oh, look, Everton need a lot of help. We'll figure it out. I mean, we're recording this before uh, Everton's match uh, today against uh, Newcastle. So uh, before and, they uh, got relegated. I'm assuming, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it did not go well because Newcastle did score six against uh, somebody. Uh, Tottenham. 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 I was like, somebody, I thought that you were <laughs> refusing to know their name. I thought that was on purpose. They, they lost so poorly their name. It was they stripped scored away. five in 27 Literally, minutes. They, they, uh, Levy's ripping off the badge. Yeah. Off the, <laughs> off the Maybe shirt. he could buy Everton. Uh, I mean, look, Everton, they're not short on cash. They have a lot of yeah. money. They just, they don't know how to pick any players. I mean, <laughs> they don't like, know how to use it. I mean, it's like a combination of poor, uh, uh, poor leadership, and and not just the coaching. I think I've heard so many things of just like the the kind of executive staff. It's okay. just like uh, it's there's a lot of um old, just the old boys legacy. Yeah. Legacy. They're just like you know, like they're very very old people that are involved in making a lot of these decisions, and I think there, there's been a lot of uh, oh like. Co complacency mm -hmm. and it's like oh the everton's never been relegated so therefore they will never be right. relegated. you don't have to worry about and it and now it's just like year after year that's all fans are worrying about well if it makes you feel better i saw that uh our the everton um american fan group said to support the lads and come on boys and that will normally fix it yes you're so <laughs> probably good why didn't they do that before yeah. <laughs> we just needed the right tweet <laughs> no look i mean it it's like bittersweet because Everton, um, as far as support, especially and in the United States, it's just been remarkable. Every time I go to an Everton mm -hmm. uh, uh, friendly that they play in the U.S., like it, it is like reconnecting with old friends from high school. Every it's just like so great to see everybody, and it's just it's remarkable how many people support this bad club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to put it. Yeah. It's just like so bad. But And, and that is a, a testament to how much they're passionate and, and how much they support this club that they uh, they allow this 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 ridiculousness year in and year out, and yeah. they still support the club. So, uh, look, I, I'm hoping for a positive result against Newcastle. <laughs> That's all. But like, we're, in, we're in 19th place, bro. It is not looking good. <laughs> all right. 
Major League Soccer this weekend. Uh, let's uh, look at some of the fixtures coming up. Um, I mean, I don't know what is the the exciting fixture that stands out necessarily. I'm I'm happy for LA Galaxy because uh, I, I watched your episode with Alexis last Alexis week. Really wanted to talk about it. LA Galaxy <laughs> is uh, you know what? Let, let's be let's be for real because you know we're in we're in the sports entertainment business. Yeah. LA Galaxy and the nonsense that they're going through gets a lot of attention. So sometimes people are like, why are you talking about the Galaxy so much? Bro, your club <laughs> needs to start falling apart real quick, yeah. and we will talk about yeah. you. <laughs> you guys should win a lot and then be horrendous at your jobs, uh, and so then I'm, we'll I'm, cover you. I'm happy for uh, for them to get their for, uh, first win and for Chicharito and Ricky Pusch to have scored uh, uh, in that game. Um, but looking forward, obviously, they're playing against uh, uh, Orlando away. Uh, Who have sucked. Who has not been great, but I, I, I don't know. I don't have any real, I don't have faith that the guys are going to turn everything around. It feels like, uh, I'm not going to say it's an easy, uh, game for, for Orlando, but yeah, I mean, it's two teams stumbling into each other. So mm -hmm. I think this is going to be entertaining. They've both struggled to defend. Orlando has struggled to create chances. Orlando went out and signed a couple attackers and like NYCFC have done a good job of like bringing players in and having it work quickly. Mm -hmm. Most MLS teams, it's a struggle to get players to come in from outside of MLS and to like figure out both their life, the, their teammates and the league. Yeah. I want to, you know what? I want to dedicate a little bit of time right now to talk about, because you mentioned NYCFC bringing in players and adapting. Well, Richie Ledesma. Yeah. Richie Ledesma, who has, who's a for, former guest of this show. We were, we, oh, yeah? we interviewed him when he was at uh, PSV. Nice. Uh, and, and he was uh, about to come back from, from injury. Uh, uh, and just a, a good kid, you know, uh, he was, he was very, you know, frank about like, he's like, they speak Dutch. I, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, for, uh, you know, him to not, you know, he's been kind of, kind of like cast aside, I don't think you get forgotten. Yeah, you got forgotten. And, and you know, obviously played uh, um, with the U.S. youth national team. And, and he has a, a whole national team. Uh, does he have a, a cap? He has a cap in yeah. a friend in a friendly, yeah. though. Right. Yeah. yeah. So because he said he's not he's not cap tied. Because we we, we met. We spoke about this. Yeah. <laughs> he's not cap tied. Um, but Let's see if I can find it. But his performances, he's played. Um, I think he has two starts with uh, NYCFC, and, he, and he's come off the bench, I believe, twice as well. He played in a USA game during the COVID time when they were like the Europeans were there, and yeah, he played in a friendly against Panama. Okay, yeah, uh, I with remember Sebastian that game. Soto. Yeah, yeah, who plays in like the eighth division somewhere <laughs> in Europe. But Richard Ledesma has looked. Great. Yeah, he has. Uh, uh, just uh, you know, uh, the the you know when uh, NYCFC season has uh, you know started off a little bit rocky, and the the you know I didn't look my my main concern with NYCFC's lineup was uh, uh, Matias uh, Pellegrini. I just thought like <laughs> this is not the guy that's gonna do what you're asking him to yeah. do. He's not that like kind of strong of a winger. He's not a ten exact. Oh, they were trying to kind of find the spot for him, yeah. and it just like. Really wasn't working out. But I really love, I'm going to say I love the lineup that they had uh, uh, last weekend because, you know, Santi at the, like a false nine, I don't think that's the long-term solution. Uh, bring back Eber. Uh, <laughs> I miss him so much. <laughs> um, Eber played in MLS this weekend. Don't worry. You don't have to miss him. You can watch him. He just doesn't play for your team. <laughs> but uh, Richie Ledesma at the, at the 10, 
I think it's just working out really, really yeah. well. He looks really good. No, he looks great. And I think there's the given pull between him and Keaton Parks and then Santi dropping in where there's a lot of moving pieces yeah. with NYCFC. That's when they're at their best, though. And I think why Santi worked at the nine was he was comfortable moving out of that position into spots where Talos Magno's not. When Talos Magno comes out of that nine role, he's not comfortable where he picks up the ball. And so he's not effective. Mm -hmm. But I think Santi being there showed all six of the attacking players plus the two fullbacks everyone was in a spot that made them comfortable they knew where they wanted to be when gabby Pereira got the ball he was quick to shoot all those things credit to nycfc by the way because there are very few mls teams that would bring an american in to start as a 10 when they have santi rodriguez yeah. as an option that's pretty rare they did it with keaton parks obviously deeper in midfield and he kind of got the keys to everything the moment he started playing well, which was great as well. Yeah. Um, but this is different. There's not really, I mean, look across the league. There aren't really, there aren't senior, like, you know, more established players that are American 10s. There's not really young ones at all. Maybe Brian Gutierrez is the only one right now. And that's because Chicago sucks. Right. So. <laughs> Although they're playing well and because of him. So, yeah, no, that's that's been really cool to see. It's been great to see him healthy and playing and comfortable and like I said with Parks, like they now they bring James Sands back. It's a three-man American central midfield, yeah, and it's one of the better ones in MLS when they're all healthy, and it's cool. They look and, and also James Sands, who uh, wore the captain's armband yeah. the last like I think two matches. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing his like pregame speeches. Speeches. No, it's does just he still like say Bing Bong. <laughs> every time? He oh, by the way, the Knicks are back. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about he, that. He's not Bing Bonging, but he's. It, it's interesting seeing. He's rallying. Yeah, you know, I've wa watched James Sands. I've interviewed James yeah. Sands when he was like, you know, 18, 19 years Quiet. old. And and it's just like, look at this. He's he's growing up. Yeah. He's like really his. There's bass in his voice in the locker room, <laughs> screaming, you know, hyping up his teammates. So yeah. it's like, uh, they, and not only that, he, I think even on on the field, he is showing a, a a different level of leadership. He is objectively a better player than when he mm -hmm. he left. I I don't know what happened in Scotland necessarily, but they just like every touch is so much more decisive. Yeah. Um, and he's, his I passing think, has been great. I think he's stronger too, so he, it's easier for him in midfield. Of thicker like, calves, yeah, <laughs> came right. back with thicker calves. Well, he ate pies, so <laughs> that's how he mushy peas and pies really grow you up. He, no, he, if you, I mean, obviously, you remember, but for anyone who doesn't, he took over the starting role as the six late, like in August or September of 2021, mm -hmm. and then started all through MLS Cup and MLS Cup. I thought was the best game he played in that whole run. So he, like, rose to the pressure, rose to the moment. But he did so alongside Alfredo Morales, who did a lot of that work yeah. for him. And with him, it was a tandem where this is Parks and Rodriguez ahead of him, and, like, he's the guy. Totally. And for MLS teams, if you have a legitimate league star number six, you can win every game, and you can win MLS Cup. That's what Portland's done with Diego Chara for 10 years where like we went through the Portland Mount Rushmore who would be the four guys and we couldn't really find a fourth but because Chara has been there for 10 years they've been in MLS Cups like every <laughs> other every three years because yeah. he's that good obviously um Seattle has done it at times with Ozzy Alonso and then the other pieces they yeah. brought in Joe Paolo, whatever I'm interested to see what the future is for Sands I don't think he thinks he's here long term but you get the captain's armband and you are doing that and oh, we're going to build a stadium and we're yeah. winning and it's New York City. And I don't know where all of that weighs in, but I think when you look at players 
different from the Kellen conversation, more like the Sebastian Legette conversation or the mm. Paul Ariola of like, they have gone overseas. Be- Becky G's ex. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know. I don't know what the status there is. But G Hive right here, right? <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, we, we, know, we ride for Becky. We know where we stand. Yeah, okay? we, <laughs> we ride for Becky. Although I do have a Sebastian Legette candle in my apartment. <laughs> It smells great. Um, so does he. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's based on. It's literally scented Dubois. <laughs> so it works. Um, but we've seen players go, and it's not great. And they come back, and they're like, I like playing. right? I like yeah. being yeah. in a team. And one of the things that a lot of people don't understand about the ecosystem around MLS is outside of like the big games you watch on TV, there aren't a ton of fans in stadiums in Europe. And like the level is high but the experience isn't totally the training centers are not the same so like yeah. your day-to-day life if you are on the low end of a league on or syria is actually not at the same level as a lot of the mls experiences yeah the opportunity to play in champions league is there which is not something mls can offer but that's one of the big things you hear from players that come here is like it's pretty cool that fans are in the stadium sure, sure. when we play and like yeah, yeah. it's a big deal and <laughs> then they chant and they got logs and smoke and all this stuff and it's, like it's like, it's cool so it's a fun place to work a <laughs> hundred exactly exactly yeah it's uh yeah right. i guess you went appeal. to hollywood you tried it <laughs> but like it's not bad yeah austin's a good market you know <laughs> you could do stand up there totally yeah. totally uh so yeah like uh, and uh it, it, to me it's like a bummer that it didn't really work out for for james sands at, at, at rangers and who knows sort of i watched a couple games and yeah there were some games it just like you know he didn't do well yeah. uh, uh and 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 you know the 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 leash is fairly short in, mm-hmm. in, in, in some of those leagues. But um, I, I want to bounce around real quick because I, I, I do want to look at some of the upcoming matches. But Atlanta United, where I would, I would say arguably that was the biggest U.S. Open Cup cup set. Um, they lost to Memphis 901. Who is who, you know who the owner of Memphis 901 FC is? Tim Howard. Uh, also, goalkeeper uh, uh, Bill Hamid, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously just signed for Memphis. Uh, but Atlanta United... Uh, loses uh, 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 night nighting something I forgot who who, who scored the goal the guy uh, Philip Goodrum I think scored one Pickering, Pickering. and Pickering scored the other Goodrum played for Atlanta United too oh, okay, so it was okay. a nice little comeback for him and he like I'm not 100 on these numbers he was like top three in scoring last year in USL mm-hmm. he rocks a mullet okay like a little undersized American center forward who rocks a mullet and just scores bangers <laughs> he's he's a vibe. Uh, Pickering uh, was the guy. Knight, his name Knight Pickering. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored a great goal. Crazy uh, goal. Yeah, crazy goal. Uh, uh, just a, a, a cross, and he got it. He got the volley just like at a weird angle, yeah. and, and and hit it uh, into the top corner. Um, Placed it. <laughs> but the um, it, how disappointing because I've seen some fans saying like this is one of the more humiliating uh, results for Atlanta United because I mean look there's been a lot of Atlanta United fans have been uh, quite vocal about mm-hmm. you know they, they're not you know they're not fans of Carlos Bocanegra uh, they don't like the direction of the club I think the the hiring of uh, Garth Lagerway was I think calmed a lot of those uh, uh, calmed a lot of those people because yeah. obviously uh, with the, the level of success that he's bringing to uh, to the club but this is, uh, I mean, look, just losing to any USL team as an NYCFC fan. We've lost the Cosmos and a couple <laughs> other that have not been great. Um, but what, is, what do you think this means for Atlanta United? Is this a, a big deal? They obviously, they've won US Open Cup before. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's a huge deal. They played at Kennesaw. They kind of like relegated themselves a yeah. little. I think the big part is... I don't believe Atlanta is shield contenders at all. I'd be surprised if they're MLS Cup contenders. 
this is a place to get a trophy. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. For Orlando last year, it was a successful season because they won U.S. Open Cup. They were the last seed in the Eastern Conference and lost in the first round of the playoffs, and yet their year was successful. So I just think it's dangerous for a club like that to take yourself out of a competition early that you could sort of muddle your way through, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in a quarterfinal, and League's Cup's been added, so there's another tournament that you could win Uh that you can be a part of. But I think that's dangerous for a group where it's um, unusual for someone to take over the sporting side of any sports team soccer or non-soccer and not select the GM or coach below them. And so for Atlanta, if you're Pineda and Bocanegra, you will have started this year in an awkward spot because Garth Lagerway has come in, but you're already in a contract. You're basically being assessed this whole time. And that's not the assessment you would like to come out of that. (laughs) The performance review, that's going to come up. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. So it looks like you lost in U.S. Open Cup this year. Oh, I didn't even, oh. And you took 16 sick days. (laughs) Must have been uh, an oversight. I don't know how that happened. Right. (laughs) I left it to my assistant. My assistant actually was the one who blew that. So that one's tough. Um, Cool for Memphis 901, by the way. Really successful last year in USL. They play in a baseball stadium, but they've gotten some good crowds there and I think that's one of those markets where you're like, yeah, this should be a USL market, right? They don't have the full complement of yeah. pro sports teams. It's a good city, good culture, like all that type of stuff. So that's pretty cool for them. There was a couple really fun ones in Open Cup. There was a couple of fun matchups. Monterey Bay beat San Jose as yes, well yes. out in California. And that's a team that they've different entities. Basically, Frank Gallup's run like three USL championship teams out in the Bay Area that have all collapsed and then come back two years later as other teams. So okay. like, it was Fresno. Now it's Monterey Bay. Just a, a new LLC. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Our restaurant has closed, reopened with the same text, same coloring, same menu, but new name. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's the move. Uh, Giuliana's versus Grimaldi's on that one. So yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. But so that was cool. And this tournament's the best. Yeah. I would, but it should all be lower division versus higher division. There should not be same division teams playing each other until you can't avoid it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Why is uh, so? If you go right here, New Mexico beat Phoenix. Right, right, right. Do we not want to see New Mexico and Phoenix play MLS teams? Yeah, I mean it's uh, brutal. But the Colorado Hellstorm scored again. All hail the Hellstorm. Um, the other one that was also wild, Miami FC against Inter Miami, which was cool. Uh, which was uh, wild, and they uh, Inter Miami ended up winning in penalties. But they, uh, Kamal yeah. Miller scored his penalty to win it. Final one. He just joined the team like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get to the goalie to celebrate because he his shot ended it. Yeah, he was already in his dance. He was. He did a gritty, <laughs> which felt early. Like, I feel like, no, <laughs> like when you hit a winning penalty, I, but you don't celebrate penalties like goals. I get he's a defender. Yeah. But like it's a PK shootout, bro. <laughs> like they, they started you eight yards away from the goal. <laughs> like you should score. And he celebrated the gritty before he even like was at a teammate. And I love Kamal. Me and Kamal go back. Great guy. Come on, come on. <laughs> celebrate with your team, yeah. then do a dance he, for the camera. He's basically in the six-yard box, grittying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. But I was like, okay. All right. Uh, so, all right. So, there's a couple matchups uh, coming up, and and I want to make sure uh, uh, we have uh, we want to introduce this and inc- and incorporate in this into the show because yeah. obviously uh, uh, DraftKings is uh, one of the partners of obviously uh, the Cooligans and uh, Metal Arc Media, but I'm not an avid. Better, better, okay. right? Is that how to say it? Gambler would be the term. 
<laughs> but uh, our producer, Miguelito, is. He, he regularly uh, uh, bets on uh, MLS matches. And one thing I've always heard about MLS matches in general is that it's just a, such a wildly unpredictable league mm -hmm. that, that I don't know if that is, is advantageous for people who... Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> like me, that was great honestly out the gate. Because <laughs> you would think that because you know more about MLS than yeah. maybe just a, 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 any one gambling that just wanted to gamble on yeah. on this league but uh I, I, you you bet on some games is there any games that you are particularly interested yeah, this I, uh this weekend i got one for this weekend that i really like my big thing for mls my strategy is find a team that's on the road that's better than the team they're playing okay. at home because yeah. maybe it's just our friends at DraftKings. they tend to give a big you know, value play to home field advantage, right? Which so is they, correct. Yeah, I think so way. too. Like MLS historically is the most home heavy league in the world. Okay. I honestly didn't know yeah. the numbers on that, but it makes sense yeah. then why they would do that. So the one I really like this weekend is Seattle Sounders at RSL. Uh, Sounders are currently plus 155 on the money line, which is pretty tremendous value for our friends who, you know, are not the biggest gamblers. If you throw down 10 bucks, you're winning 1550 on, okay. on that. Yeah. So, you know, I like Sounders. RSL has had a really tough start to the season. Sounders look like, you know, they're not the best. They can score some goals. Jordan yeah. Morris has looked okay. They're a good road team to pick. Yeah. Because Seattle can adjust their game. Except if you're playing Portland Timbers. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> that, that one I would avoid. No, that's a good one, though. Okay. And, no. I, and I don't – I like that method of – so, like I said, MLS is home heavy because the distances, the, the different atmospheres, like – Arsenal goes up to Manchester City. It's not altitude change, yeah. right? <laughs> so you and you look at Vancouver having to fly to Miami. Yeah, that's like all of Europe. So that's why it's so home heavy. Is the surfaces are different, the atmospheres are different, and the travel is so heavy that it hurts. Like it, yeah, yeah, it, it impact impacts players. If you're playing in a baseball stadium, that's also seems to be a thing. Yeah, does DraftKings incorporate on that on a <laughs> legally sized? <laughs> Field, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Allegedly. Glenn, Allegedly. Glenn Crooks has walked the <laughs> has literally walked the pitch. Every it seems like Shout every, out Glenn Crooks. every week there seems to be a, a manager that complains they about can't, they can't believe it. I promise you, I get texts every other week from a front office person sitting in Yankee Stadium saying, No way. No, and they think because I live in New York that I measure the field every week. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. The one place that I've I've actually seen the field margins be incorrect was Toronto uh, against Montreal. Yeah. I was at that game. Were you at that game? I was at that game. That's a legendary MLS moment. And I'm moment. like, why is this game taking so long to 25 begin? 25 minutes. And then I see the guys repaint the lines on the field. Amazing. And I'm like, bro, are you complaining about the baseball stadium? My friend texted me that night. He goes, tonight was the night MLS became Liga. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And then the game was absurd. That whole series was absurd <laughs> well though no, it was an absolutely wild uh, uh game so uh no so shout out to DraftKings. Uh, yeah. where i'm learning too so I, some you know we don't talk about uh gambling too much on the show but it, it's yeah. a, a it's something i want to learn you have a kid it's a good place to expand your world into. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly i'm gonna open an account you have more Mateo. money just laying around <laughs> <laughs> so you should no but it. i just i have this i don't know if it's just this arrogance i'm like i know i'm a less I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be better at this than yeah. anybody else. It's tough. It's I will tough. say, I, I don't know what your experience has been, but for me, when I do it, not on MLS, but other stuff, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna sit in and watch this game. It's fun. Yeah. You throw a couple bucks out, and now you're like, 
standing I'm up like, put Ember in. Why is Ember not in? <laughs> Louis Diaz, how did you not <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Damn. It gets a little blood flowing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just say you got to invest uh, a little bit more, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in, into this league. All right, everybody. Uh, David, guys, thank you so much for joining us uh, again. Uh, we appreciate Can it. I take this one to where? <laughs> you got another one? <laughs> going to stretch it out just yeah. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, Let everybody know where they, uh, they can find you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Empire Gas. My last name, G-A-S-S, pronounced Goss, but... We got to get into an Ellis Island thing. It's a whole nother monster. So, yeah, you can find me on Twitter there. I'm on Instagram as well. You guys do a really good job cutting stuff and posting it. It's more active than I am. So, I appreciate that. I'm happy to send you the clips. Uh, you yeah. know, our editors do, making you look Shut good. Up, it looks great. <laughs> it looks better than anything else I do. So, you can find me there. I host extra time at MLS twice a week. I call games, whatever else. So, yeah, hit me uh, up on Twitter and just. You know, tell me what you're watching, and I'll probably be watching Let's it, too. Let's go. Absolute legend of the game. Uh, David, thank you so much for coming through. Seven for Alexis. Uh, uh, Alexis, we'll be back uh, next week. It's also our birthdays. Both of our both? both of our birthdays. Yeah, my birthday's on Sundays. Alexis is, is on Monday. Are you guys uh, brothers? <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> so is that like twins? Or no, 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 no. I guess you guys are a good pair because you're the same astrological yeah. thing. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. know how deeply uh, I believe in that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, producer Miguelito, thank you. Gracias, As gracias. always, uh, we will be back next week, obviously celebrating our birthdays and talking. Uh, I get to talk to Alexis face to face and make wow. fun of him about his uh the terrible team <laughs> and also my terrible team so we'll, we'll connect on that all right everybody thank you so much for hanging out with us we appreciate it it's the cool against buddy